Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Ill Atmosphere 1064 and says, Am I the asshole? Saying I didn't want my fiance's best friend to be the best man. My fiance Grant, 29 male, and I, 27 female, have been dating for years. I knew I wanted to marry him about a year in, but he's been wishy washy about the marriage. His best friend Keith, 28 male, is married to a friend of mine, Hannah. Since we were 20, Keith was rude, a jealous person who hated me. He hated all of Grant's girlfriends and I tried telling Grant the reason he had no other friends than Keith was because Keith chased everyone around away. For example, I once wore something cute for a date. Keith told me I looked like the garbage can they had. Grant insisted Keith didn't mean to be rude. Grant wanted my friends to hang out with him and Keith when I just wanted Grant there. I relented. I regretted it when the first time they met my friends, Keith was so rude he reduced Hannah to tears. It was over the top that even he had to later apologize and made it up to her. My fiance and I were discussing the wedding. He insisted that Keith had to be his best man. I refused. I said Keith could be a groomsman, but I did not want that man symbolizing love. Brian got mad and said he had to return the favor as he was Keith's best man and I was Hannah's bridesmaid. I stood my ground and he threw up his hands and said he would never get married. Edit. It's not one situation. I was using those to illustrate how his best friend is in general. He's mean and rude in general. He had a slice of my birthday cake that Grant made before I even got to see it. When we got engaged, he only said sorry to Grant. His nickname for me is Froggu because I have a frog personality. Fuck that, he can marry Keith. Like you said, you can see he's driving other people away from you guys. The first time he met some of your friends, he reduced Hannah to tears in front of them and had to later apologize for it. He ate a slice of your birthday cake that Grant made before you even got to see it. That's not normal behavior. And if Grant's going to keep defending it and enabling it, where do you go from here? He's just going to keep doing this shitty behavior, nicknaming you Froggy because of your frog personality whatever the hell that is and you're gonna have to keep putting up with this person in your lives driving the people that you love away from you but salt future says at this point i'm curious if he is so horrible to you why did your friend marry him i'm not saying it's not true it just makes me wonder about the people in your life doesn't seem to have a problem with the way he treats you does he pull a superman when he is around you alone but when people are near he turns into clark kent like is there something you forgot to include? Opie says Keith pisses a lot of people off. I've had several friends say they will not hang out with me and Grant if Keith is involved. Hannah lost a lot of friends and she's pretty isolated. 
Right now, the girls are our only friends. Keith does love bomb Hannah a lot. I think she thinks he's the best she can do because of her low self-esteem. Higgsy Pigsy says, then why marry someone who doesn't care his best friend does this to you? Opie says, I think he's just genuinely incapable of not seeing the best in people. He's been friends with Keith so long, had no other friends that he doesn't realize that Keith is toxic. Master Gas says, so he will cancel your wedding and basically break up with you. If Keith, who has nothing nice to say about you, can't be his best man. You still want to marry him. Ashan Mum says, the bigger question is why you want to marry and commit your life to someone who thinks it's perfectly fine for his best friend to treat you this way. Do you want kids? If so, are you comfortable with Uncle Keith doing this to you in front of them? Or worse, doing it to them? Because he's not going anywhere. What do you think this would teach your kids? At a minimum, you need couples counseling before you remotely plan a wedding. More likely, you need to rethink why you're okay being married to someone who thinks you being treated badly is okay and doesn't care how you feel about it at all. And then someone who's seen all of OP's replies, Why So Bothered says, You've been making excuses non-stop in every last one of your responses. Respectfully, you need to find someone that loves and respects you, who also has friends who respect you. He's not even clear on wanting to marry you. Why are you pushing for this? It's also clear Keith isn't going anywhere. You'd be married and have more stories about Keith being a dick to you and your husband, making more excuses as to why. There's millions of men in this world that aren't so blind and easily influenced by their shitty friends. Side note, you sure they aren't low-key into one another? Everyone sucks here. So OP does update the post and says, so this probably isn't the update people were hoping for. I told Grant all of Keith's awful behaviors and he interrupted me with the same tired excuses. I asked him if it wasn't Keith but some random person. Would he see it as innocent? He was silent. I made an ultimatum that we had to go to couples counseling for the marriage to go forward. He agreed. Grant then brought up the wedding. There was a few reasons I didn't want Keith to be the best man. One of them was the best man's speech. I didn't want to be insulted even subtly on my wedding day. Grant said that if I didn't want Keith to be the best man, then no one would be. I said that's fine. Honestly, I wanted to talk this over in couples counseling, but he insisted on rehashing our arguments. He also said that, just to be fair, I wouldn't have a maid of honor. I didn't understand this. Frankly, he didn't have a problem with my friends. Grant likes them. It felt like he was doing that to punish me. Then he said that if Keith wasn't invited to the wedding, which isn't what I said at all, and I should either invite my maid of honor Alice, who's my best friend, or Hannah. Hannah's a bridesmaid, but I don't understand how he dragged her into this besides being Keith's wife. It was a tit-for-tat situation. I think he was trying to make me back down by issuing ultimatums. It backfired because Grant told Keith about our arguments on him and Hannah not being invited to the wedding, which we hadn't even agreed on. Keith laughed off him not getting invited, but he got really pissed at Grant for uninviting Hannah. He screamed at Grant and basically won't talk to him anymore. Grant is upset because I'm mad at him and Keith is mad at him. I told him to save it for couples counseling because opening his mouth did nothing but ruin the situation. This is way too much drama for a wedding. I don't want this to be the rest of my life and our kids when we have them. And I'm rethinking our marriage. Someone said to OP in this one, did you mention how Keith immediately stood up for his own wife with no hesitation when Grant's been allowing his friend to continually disrespect you? Opie said at this point, it's just filed under Keith can do whatever he wants. So, like if I said, Keith stood up for Hannah with no hesitation, but you won't stand up for me, 
Grant would say that's different because that's how Keith is. And, and I thought whatever Keith did is bad. So why am I saying what Keith did is right? And then he would say something like Keith didn't have to let me be in his wedding either. But I got to be a bridesmaid, but you didn't want him in our wedding, which I never said. I said I didn't want him to be best man because of what he might say to me or about me in his speech. Honestly, Keith is our only source of argument. We get along so well without this one thing, but it's such a big thing to move past. And it feels so unfair because as terrible as Keith is, he immediately cut off Grant when Hannah was uninvited. That's his baby. And I wonder why Grant can't do the same for me. Another comment from OPU says, I'm having a tough time wrapping my head around Grant being a bad person. He's an elementary school teacher and goes above and beyond for his students. He volunteers at the homeless shelter. He helped me when I was at my lowest. That's why I think he's a good person because he makes these choices. But then I think about Keith and how Grant allows him to disrespect me in so many ways. He's a good person, but he's weak. He won't stand up for me. Honestly, if Grant spoke about Hannah the way Keith speaks about me, Keith would be furious. That's what hurts the most. It's not like Keith is that nice to Grant either. He calls him a pushover, weak and fat. And yet Grant still stands beside him. What good is a person who won't stand up for you? I'm hoping couples counseling will open up his eyes. This is a last ditch effort to save this relationship. Opie also says Grant's not one of the boys. He'd have to have more friends for that. Keith is his only friend that wasn't my friend first or a friend of us together. I'm the opposite of a fan for Keith and Hannah's marriage, but he would stand up for his wife. He's still not talking to Grant after screaming at him. Honestly, the more I think about it, the more I think Grant tries to placate the most stubborn person in any relationship. If it was me versus his mum, who's a sweetheart and a bit of a doormat, it'd take my side because I would stand up for myself. It tried to make his mum back down and she would. I've never had that happen, but I can see it. If it was me versus Keith, Keith is a selfish jerk who's never heard the word no in his life, so Grant would choose Keith and try to make him back down. The ultimatums were to make me back down, I think. Now, personally, I can't see this story ending very well, or maybe you consider it well if they do split up, because even in the therapy session, like OP said, it did feel very tit for tat, like you can't have a maid of honor because I can't have a best man kind of thing without looking at the actual real issues at hand. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Story. And our next story does have a mini update on it as well from mental manager 4814 and says, Am I the asshole for leaving itemized tips to compensate for my wife's behavior? My wife and I, in our 30s, dine out every once in a while, but not too often because of my wife's annoying habit inherited from her family. She always complains, sends food back if it's not absolutely perfect, 
and makes needless requests and substitutions. She doesn't have allergies or sensitivities. It can easily take five minutes for her to just order her own food and sometimes I've already finished my meal by the time she gets her food because she sends it back, asks for modifications, etc. I know restaurant staff don't appreciate it. I've tried talking to her about this but she doesn't see an issue with it. Anyway, we make decent money and we used our combined fun funds on dates and dinners. I recently started writing what my wife does on the receipt and then calculating a tip, in addition to the normal gratuity to compensate. So to a receipt I might add, complained about not having such beverage, plus $5. Ask five questions about a single menu item, plus $5. Ask for a new drink because too much ice, plus $5. Sent meal back was exactly what she ordered, plus $5. She didn't notice me doing it the first two or three times, but last night she noticed I was spending a lot of time on writing a tip amount and asked why. I showed her what I wrote. She's been mad at me since, saying I'm embarrassing her to the staff. I told her she's embarrassing us both. Am I the arsehole? Petty maybe, but an arsehole? ETA, my wife is otherwise a very nice, caring and generous person. She does always say please and thank you, even for a most absurd request. Annoying each other like this is our love language, but this time she's pretty mad. Oops. Now for me in this one, I get that you're paying them for the trouble your wife's putting them through. I mean, fucking too much ice in your drink, holy moly. And I'm sure, you know, the people who you're paying appreciate it to a point. But what I don't get is, is not solving the underlying issue here. Is, is that from what we're seeing, you know, sending food back if it's exactly what she ordered, too much ice and, you know, just be generally being a pain in the ass in the restaurant. It's not solving that issue. It's going to continue happening further down the road. And although, yes, they're getting money for it, but they don't deserve this treatment within the restaurant. If that makes sense. The people who's running the restaurant, the servers, the, the chefs, whatever, don't deserve this treatment within the restaurant. They shouldn't have to put up with this shit in the first place. Maybe that initial embarrassment that she received will help her in the long term. I just do wonder if there's a proper conversation to be had here. You know, just mention the things above that you've been having to do, although she's in the receipt already, but continue to mention it and how it's embarrassing and how the staff may feel as well. But in the comments, Air of Ravenclaw says not the arsehole. This is great. Maybe seeing it written down will give us some perspective. These types of patrons are the worst. And it's such a second degree embarrassment when they are at your table. Pumpkin Spice Nation says not the arsehole. I'm a former server who worked at multiple restaurants. I would have hated your wife. No matter how polite. I have other tables and she sounds like a time drain who's impossible to please. Your embarrassment isn't an overreaction. The servers are definitely judging and gossiping about it. I appreciate your itemized receipts. They would have made me laugh and been shown to work buddies. Too much ice? Really? Get out. Marianne says, not the arsehole. I worked in a high-end restaurant as a teenager and we had a woman like this. That plate could be exactly what she ordered and she would send it back. The fourth time she came in and, and did it, the chef came to the table to see what the issue was. She was always very polite and said how she wanted it changed. The chef told her, please, the next time you order, make sure you order exactly as you would like it. And she agreed. The fifth time came, the waiter picked up the plate he just put down and the owner took it out of his hand. He asked what the problem was and she told him she needed changes. He asked if she ordered it that way. She said no, but she wanted it that way now. Owner handed the plate to the waiter and told him to take it to the kitchen. 
He turned to the couple and told them their business was no longer appreciated at his establishment. There would be no bill for their drinks, just please leave. The husband was mortified. The wife said, this is the only upscale restaurant without a 45 minute drive. The owner told her she should have thought of that before wasting hundreds of dollars of food and running his staff ragged. He said the chef was sick of perfect food being sent back. She made a comment about the chef. His reply was, he's my brother and one of the owners, goodbye. Restaurants will get sick of her if you return to the same one all the time. Suspicious Tank says, you're the asshole. Your money does not make up for your wife's behavior. Everyone deserves to be treated with respect and dignity. Your wife treats them like shit and you throw money at them. All you're really doing is enabling her to continue this behavior. If you really cared, you would stop going to sit-down restaurants. Order takeout and eat at home or the park so she has nobody to harass. User is an old who says, going to save everyone sucks here. Only because a server would know why you're leaving a big tip without the itemization. So that part probably feels particularly pointed to her. Especially since she doesn't see anything wrong with her behavior. Not part of your usual love language banter. Just going on record that her behavior does suck most and I appreciate that you are compensating your servers for it. Final comment says, everyone sucks here. You, the way you are dealing with it, her, but doing it. The OP does come in with an update on the same post and says, alrighty friends, we've had our laughs and shared our perspectives. Since my wife frequents this subreddit, I went ahead and showed her this post. With that said, I'd like to address a few things. First, she and I both know that any posts on this sub are peepholes into people's lives and characters, not display cases. Yes, my wife's behavior when dining out is bad, which is why I tried to think of a way to point it out and make up for it. That said, she is not a bad person. Learn to separate the two when you'll get far in life. Secondly, when I say she was, lol, is, mad at me, I don't mean that she is deeply hurt and distraught. She's calling me an asshole, yes, but that's normal for us. If this was something that was actually hurtful to her, I wouldn't be sharing it online. Anyway, she would like for you to all know that she has taken your responses to heart and she's going to be more mindful of how she dines. She would like to add that she didn't think it was a big deal before because, as she puts it, she doesn't think twice about meeting expectations in her line of work. Even if they are above and beyond the norm, she's just happy to meet demand but she recognizes that not everyone feels that way. She's going to try to be a better customer. She said, reading this was brutally eye-opening, but we both also found some laughter and had a good discussion. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. This one comes from former objective 8828 and says, am I the asshole for continuing to call my niece a nickname, even though my sister asked me not to? I, female 18, have a half-sister, Emma, female 29. Not a real name, by the way. There's a lot of conflict between our parents that involves cheating. Me and Emma have the same mum, but different dads. I had more of a distant cousin relationship with Emma growing up and only saw her during special occasions, and I never really knew what she was up to. Emma and her daughter, female 5, moved into my mum's apartment with us a few months ago because she's been having financial troubles. She's a single mum, and the dad was never in the picture. Here's where we get to I might be an arsehole. My niece essentially has the same name as me, except the C is replaced with a K. So for the story's sake, let's say my name is Chloe. My niece's name is Chloe with a K. Not our actual names, just an example. Emma didn't name her after me and said she just liked the name. Fair enough. Now that they're living with us and 
I have to use her name a lot more. It just felt weird to me to call her by the same name I go by. And it's also gotten confusing. I started calling my niece Special K as a nickname. She loves it and thinks it's cool and calls me Auntie C. Emma brought it up to me in private and asked that I stop calling her the nickname. She said it comes off as disrespectful and that the nickname is not her name and that she gave her her real name for a reason. I was a bit floored by this and I said, it's really not that serious. So as long as niece likes it, what's the problem? Emma said it's not difficult to just call her by her actual name and said I won't understand because I'm not a parent. I didn't want to upset Emma over something so trivial so I tried to call niece by her actual name again. But then niece got upset and asked why I won't call her Special K anymore when it's our thing. I felt guilty and reverted back to the nickname, but now Emma is super angry with me and won't hear me out on my side here. Am I the arsehole? ETA to answer comments I keep getting, no, had no idea Special K was slang for a drug, and I don't think Emma knew either. We both associated it with a cereal. I didn't know Special K was associated with a drug either. We used to call someone Special K when we were younger, and that was associated with a cereal, so... In, that, in terms of that, absolutely not the arsehole to me. It's a name that you both enjoy and, you know, this just sounds like an Emma problem to me. But, K Teacher Watt says, not the arsehole. The only person who gets to decide if they want a nickname or not is the person whose nickname it is. If your niece asked you to stop and you didn't, you would be the arsehole. But she wants you to call her that, so that's it. And there was a lot of comments in it as well, you know, concerned about it being related to drug use and, and taking that name to school with her or, or whatever that. I can kind of understand that, I guess. Some people pointing out that Emma might be just getting a little jealous because you've got this sort of auntsy and special K and, you know, you have this, this sort of bond, if you like, and Emma might be getting jealous of that. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.